0: Welcome to Teacher Thrive, the podcast for educators who want to thrive, not just survive in their profession, with your hosts, certified coaches and teachers, Madel Mazella and Caitlin Rappai.
1: So what do we do when we feel like we're not measuring up in our work setting, like we feel like we're an imposter?
0: So some of the things that you can do is definitely... You have to know yourself. You have to know what you stand for. We have a little worksheet in the show notes that you could download so that you could do the work before so that you start to understand why do you do the things that you do? Why do you think in the ways that you think you have to kind of acknowledge where you are now in order for you to know where you want to go? So you have to just know yourself, focus on progress, when you understand that you're empowered to make that decision, instead of just going on autopilot and not understanding what's happening. And I feel like that awareness is everything. Because you're empowered, you're making a conscious decision, and then you will be better able to kind of deal with the consequences, I guess we could call it the consequences, whatever those may be. But what are some things that you do that help you kind of deal with imposter syndrome.
1: I think the thing that I notice about perfectionism, like you're saying, is that it often keeps me stuck instead of actually finishing things. So what you're saying, I think is really important about progress over perfection, that you know, do the B minus work, like our our mentor says, get it done. Often I do it in the time that I give myself. And then when that half hour, that hour is done, I'm done. It doesn't need to be perfect. And it never will be perfect. And just accepting that that's kind of a fact of life versus like a thing I need to strive for that it's not going to be perfect all the time. And it usually is never going to be perfect. And accepting that makes a huge difference for me. I think like You were talking about before, writing down kind of the evidence of what you have accomplished and seeing I've done all these things and I can validate myself. I don't need any outside validation. I don't need to have other people set the bar for me like I set my own bar and that you don't have to be perfect all the time.
0: Yeah. Acknowledge your own skills and your awesome work. I loved what you said about you don't need to be perfect. For example, we have 180 days that we have to teach, right? You cannot have 180 lessons that are fireworks and awesomeness and and like you're teaching, like you're being observed. We all know that that is impossible. If you have imposter syndrome, you may have a tendency to believe that when your lesson flops you may want to beat yourself up and you can't allow yourself to do that. When you know yourself enough, you could say, you know what? I'm going to do 1% better tomorrow or you know, the next time or in the next lesson even. And when you have that attitude, of I know who I am, I know what I'm capable of, you show up differently, and your students notice even your whole disposition changes, and you may be creating an even bigger impact for your students. So just being aware, right? It's that awareness again. Yeah, I think that that's so important too. like I think you
1: using your experience as an immigrant in this country and looking at that as a strength versus something that you have to Prove yourself in spite of and also me looking at like my neurodivergency as something that's a strength for myself versus something that I have to overcome. Like the way that we do things might look different than the norm and that's okay. That brings so much variety to teaching, to life. There are kids who are immigrants in your classroom. I'm sure there are kids who are neurodivergent in my classroom and understanding that like we're all have different strengths. We all have different. Needs we all have, like looking at it from that perspective, we don't have to be this perfect version of a person that doesn't even exist. (laughs) Like, there's no perfect teacher, there's no perfect human. And just accepting who we are, I think, is a huge step in letting go of that imposter syndrome.
0: Careful when you agree with what you're thinking because no one else is thinking what you're thinking when you may be thinking that you're not as good of a teacher as someone else other people could think could be thinking wow she's an amazing teacher right so the thoughts are in your head but careful not to agree when you think you're not a good enough teacher because if you don't check that you may be looking for evidence you know, how you're not a, a great teacher or how you're not X, Y, and Z. Yeah,
1: when we look for evidence that we're not great, we can find it really easily. <laughs> like, if we put our brain to work on doing that, it will find that. But if we put our brain to work, like you're saying, on finding evidence that we're amazing and capable and all of those things, our brain will look for that in our surroundings, our environment, our past, all of those things.
0: So something else that you should consider is other people's thoughts. So clean up your thoughts, do the activities from the little worksheet that we have in the show notes, do that work, it's going to take you maybe 10 minutes. It's important because it helps you understand who you are, what you stand for, what thoughts are you, you know, you're entertaining, what thoughts have led you to be where you are and who you are right now. And it will help you understand when others are offering thoughts about you, that if you don't have that awareness, you may let those thoughts in. Like when I shared the experience of that comment or the question, who do you know? I I inadvertently internalized some sort of message that I was not aware I was internalizing. For a while, right? So, if I had had the tools back then, I would have understood that comment as something that it's just not part of my realm of possibilities, right?
1: Yeah. His thoughts had nothing to do with you. They're based on like his experience and all of his issues, that person's issues that they had, and they have no place in your life or thoughts.
0: (laughs) Correct. Exactly. And that can only happen when you have awareness. Right. So once you're aware, you could totally be much more empowered and highly unbothered by this little shenanigans that people would probably throw at you from time to time.
1: (laughs) I love that. Like other people's opinions aren't any of our business. Even if they share them with us, we can decide whether we want to internalize those and bring them into our life or whether we want to say
0: Goodbye. (laughs) Adios. No
1: mas. I just want a video of you doing that when somebody shares an opinion with you.
0: (laughs) Just (laughs) adios. (laughs) No. It's funny because now we have, I I just love our tools so much. They're just amazing, amazing. I don't know how you feel, but I I have so many feelings. I have, I feel my feelings. I have, uh, (laughs) my friends know that when I just love something, I just, ah, everybody needs these tools. Everyone needs these tools for sure, for sure. So. Well,
1: everyone let us know if you have imposter syndrome in the comments and if you downloaded our worksheet and if it helped and let us know how else we can help you. We'll see you next time. That's all for this episode of Teacher Thrive. We'd love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future topics. So please reach out to us. Links to our websites, freebies and social media accounts are included in the show notes. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.